0: How you you feeling? Nervous?
1: Yeah, of course I'm friggin' nervous.
0: <laughs> Welcome to That's Orgasmic, a podcast discussing the orgasmic and not-so-orgasmic moments of all things sex, relationships, and mental health. I am your host, Emily Duncan, and I'm a sexologist who provides online sex coaching sessions to help you cultivate sexual wellness. So, today is a very special episode. This is episode number 100. We've now done 100 episodes with guests and also many solo episodes throughout and for episode number 100 I made a little bet promise don't really know what you'd call it threat with my dad that if I made it to episode 100 that he would have to be the guest as my mum was obviously the first guest on the podcast and unfortunately for him I actually made it to episode 100 which I don't think anybody thought I would or would get here um so dad Welcome to that orgasmic.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Emily. Number one (laughs) hundred. Yeah, (laughs) yes, it's nervous. Bring it on.
0: Bring it on. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you have obviously been nervous, and being like, you keep telling me, like, um, that no one's going to want to listen, and what could you have to say? But I honestly think today is going to be quite funny, um, and people are going to love it. Okay. So, are you able to tell, I guess, the the Shagas a little bit about you, like your background, so they can get an idea of what my dad looks like?
1: Rightio. I'm a 54-year-old, well, definitely old, and born back in the 60s, so I'm a 69 baby, <laughs> which is pretty amazing in itself. I reckon I was named after Neil Armstrong, because where else would you get Neil from, but... That's where I was named. Yep. Um, I got through school, left when I was 15, become a builder, and from building we uh, continued on, built some boarding kennels one day. We started running that 18 years ago. Had a couple of kids come through. Now I've got a 22-year-old and a 23-year-old, and life's going okay. That's about it, Em.
0: Well, that's good. Good backstory, (laughs) I think. But honestly, listening to that backstory... Um, yeah, I guess yes. gives people a bit of an idea. Like we're working with a 54-year-old white old man
1: <laughs> who's yes. a tradie and lived
0: on farms his whole life. Who,
1: who grew up on a farm, yes, and become a tradie, exactly, which a lot of farmers like yeah. kids. It was either join the army or get a trade because I was no good at school. So I had two choices. So i become a yeah. builder. Yeah, there you go.
0: I'm curious hearing that backstory. Did you have any sex ed growing up?
1: No, um, our sexual education, like at schools, it's non-existent. It, I think they they may just put a condom on a banana at school. That was about it. They did, yeah, but it was only yeah. just started. About year ten, or year eleven is when sex ed first started. So, but we used to joke. It was just a bludge class, so no one took any notice. We're just sitting there having a bit of fun, but um, yeah, we got nothing out of that. But our sex education back then was looking at penthouse magazines, Playboy magazines. That was it. And yeah.
0: So taught. literally just photos. Photos, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did That's they it. even have like? Did they even have VCR porn back then? Like the no <laughs> old no. VCR things.
1: No, not until. Oh yeah, in the teenage years, but it wasn't. Um, you couldn't get the actual porn. You could if you knew what you were doing, but it was just more. Yeah. Um. How would you describe it? They were just showing a few titties and that sort of stuff on video. That was about it. But we never seen any of that. Either, like,
0: yeah. Like,
1: we sort of missed all that
0: era. Yeah. Well, then, how did you learn about sex?
1: <laughs> well, just through uh, how did we learn about sex? You didn't learn about sex, it just happened. Just talk. So, was like, it
0: through talk, or you just yeah, literally just, had to work it out?
1: I think everybody just had to work it out at the time. But when you went to school, like it was, um, you had your girlfriends and boyfriends, and everything just worked out from there. Like, oh, okay, this is what you do. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, that was it. But it was all talked about. Like, it's exactly the same thing. But, um, yeah, there wasn't any education on it. Like, not like no. those days.
0: and I think I guess another – no. But well, – and even now it still sucks. But I think a big difference is, like, you, we had porn that we could watch to work out what was going on, whereas you guys didn't. I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, no, there was no porn. And there would have been magazines at the time that showed everything, just pictures. So you did see that. But mm. I reckon that was like when we were 16, 17, 18 before we seen anything like that. Um, yeah, it just wasn't Yeah, there. interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Well, what's it been like for you from me starting this podcast saying I wanted to do sexology? Like what's it been like for you then? Obviously, like you grew up with like not really any sex ed, sex not being a conversation to then having a daughter being like, I want to be a sex therapist.
1: Uh <sighs> um, it's a spin out. Like, it's just like what, <laughs> but it's, it's a spin. It was an absolute spin. It's just going right here. Where's this coming from? But as time went on and you're thinking about it and you're talking to you and then what you've done, it, I totally get what, why you've done it. And, um, because it's just the education side of things is just not there, obviously, even for us mm. old people. So I've learned a hell of a lot since you've been doing it. But I didn't realise how, um, especially today, if the thing of you, uh, the iPhones, you can look up anything you like, but I definitely mm. didn't realise how bad it was with STIs and all that sort of stuff until you started doing this. Like we knew it was out there, it was even out there in our days, but... Nowhere near what it's like now. But, um, yeah, no, it's a spin, Emily. What you've done has been a total spin. But I got used to it slowly. I think the best thing is that you told me, don't listen to this episode, don't listen to this one and this one, because I definitely, um, I can't do listening to your episodes as a father one day. I think yeah. most fathers would probably understand that.
0: And I'll just clarify for listeners, when he says your episodes, the episodes where I'm talking about myself, not the <laughs> podcast in general.
1: <laughs> not the podcast. No, you're, the ones about yourself, yeah. They're the ones where you say, don't listen to this, that, and I go, thank you, I won't listen to this one. But, yeah, the first one I listened to, I just went, holy shit. And, uh, yeah, no, nah, a, it was a spin. It was a spin. It was a spin out.
0: And I know you've come a long way from the start of – even when I first said sexology, I don't think anyone understood it and because I've had so many career changes and things of what I want to do, I don't think anyone actually thought I'd stick it out. So obviously when I said I first wanted to be a sexologist, did you think I would actually go through with it? Because I feel like I changed my what I wanted to be like a 100 times growing up.
1: Uh, no, I, I actually did think you'd go through with it because I just thought all of a sudden you found your passion for something. Like, a lot of people go to uni and change, and it takes a ages before they work out what they actually want to do. But as soon as you done this podcast, I sort of knew, oh, no, this is it for you. But I all understand what you're trying to do because what you're doing is helping so many people, especially, yeah. you know, through unis. Like, you take high school out of it. Um, just through universities, you just go, wow, like, I had no idea that everybody's doing what they're doing it's a little bit crazy but what you're doing is trying to help them so I, I i knew you'd keep going with it but i to get to 100 episodes like wow you're only 23 so i'd never guess that would happen like there's no way in the mind you'd think i she be doing hundred episodes. When you said to me, "You'll be the hundredth episode," I someone laughed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah,
0: did. We'll see.
1: Yeah, you were well, like, I just whatever. thought. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. We'll see if you get there. But yeah, now all of a sudden it's hundred episodes, and you're 23, so it's crazy. Yeah. But um.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but what you're doing is amazing. But, and how from now to what you started? You listened to your first podcast, which I don't want to listen to again. But anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> the one about you that is. but where you are now it's just crazy like how how good you've got it's just yeah so yeah you're going places and yeah but you've created all that it's pretty amazing
0: yeah no I don't think anyone thought I'd get to 100 it's, episodes it's not be like honest. being a
1: builder when you've got a boss that's telling you what to do every day you've done all this by yourself
0: yeah absolutely. which is yeah yeah I'm curious to know what have you learned about sex from me
1: <laughs> um probably a lot hasn't changed like with me and your mum like that's <laughs> well, i that's have what...
0: gifted a vibrator <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes yeah, she did yes yeah, she did <laughs> but <laughs> well, we won't go there anyhow. here <laughs> but that's that's our own little personal thing um yeah i know that um but uh god how do you what's changed
0: or, well, not necessarily change.
1: What have you, have you learnt Anything I've learned, shitloads about what's going on in the world like, yeah, crazy what's going on in the world and mm-hmm. how far, what, like, you know, God, where do you start? Like, where do you really start? Like, there's so much stuff on your podcast from Dear to Go, like, you just go, Wow. But personally, between me and uh, my wife, I and mean, they say, doesn't matter, um, you know, we've just continued on in our merry little way. Mm-hmm. So we'll get advice off you one day if we need it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's so far so good.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. I, I mean, I know that you would have learned a lot because even just the discussions we have, like one that comes to mind, we'll sit on the couch one day talking about non-monogamy, so like open relationships and like swinging and stuff like that. And like we've, I remember sitting there and explaining it all to you and you're trying to wrap your head around it. And like we've had so many of those conversations where we're talking about, relationship dynamics, gender, different ways people have sex, STIs. like there's literally so much that we've talked about and obviously you listen to like nearly all of the episodes especially in the first six months to a year.
1: Um, and look I still can't get my head around it when you say all the words. <laughs> you ask me what yeah. it is, I still don't get it. <laughs> I listen, like I take it in but then you sort of forget but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've learned a. Lot. i have learned have learned a lot, but uh, I still, I still a lot to learn. But anyway, hmm, it's absolutely. I don't, I don't know. It goes in, but you know.
0: Obviously, you come to the live show. That was a bit of a head spin because we were talking about a lot of shit, and you had no idea what we were talking about half the time. Do you remember what pegging was when we explained it to you, or does everything I tell you kind of go in one ear and out the other?
1: No. Uh, so. After the live show, me and your mother went to the sex shop and bought a strap-on dildo. So I've been pegging now for once a month for the last, what's it been, 12 months or something like that? So, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, Emily. Oh, my God. So, so Emily, (laughs) no. I did not go to a sex shop and buy a strap-on. I'm not the pegging type of person. I'm sure there's people out there that are, but no, it's not me. It's not your father. Anyway, I think um, the, only person I, I, will, the only person who will ever peg me is going to be the prostate, the doctor. That'll be it. The, the
0: doctor when he does his prostate check. Yes. <laughs> he like, hold up, doc, I've got the strap on. This one might be able to get a bit deeper.
1: <laughs> this one might be a bit better, yeah. No, um, so I did remember what pegging was, yes.
0: You did. Yes, That's funny. Yes. I didn't know if you did or you didn't. I was, like, thinking of the questions and I was, like, oh, I wonder, like, because there's been so many things that have come up, if you remember, because yeah, I just remember at the yeah. live show, I was, like, what daughter has had to explain to their father what pegging is in front of over 100 people?
1: And um, <laughs> it wasn't just the pegging. It was, there was 100 different things that I had no idea of. Just nothing. I yeah. had nothing. But, yeah, no, that was very funny. But anyway, I don't know. So now I know what Peggy is, but I won't be participating in it. <laughs> it's not my thing.
0: Oh, my God. I'm, like, laughing so hard that the laughter's not even coming out. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: I had a listener write in a question and they said, it's a bit of a big question, but, like, what are your reflections now about how and what you taught me about sex, would you do it differently? Did you give me any sex ed?
1: <laughs> no. no, no, I gave you nothing. Your mum was probably pretty good. Uh, you got nothing out of me, she was good, she was good. But you, what you got out of me was, um, don't have probably, sex, <laughs> don't, don't have sex. <laughs> and what's what's funny, um. Uh, I was real blindsided to what you got up to at what age, but I had a really good friend just laugh at me and say, "No, mate, she's definitely shagged." That's what he used to say. No, she's shagged for sure. She's <laughs> going. No, she's you know she's not. She's too young. She's got a boyfriend, but I guarantee you she's not shagged. And he used to laugh his head off and just go, "She's shagged, mate. Don't worry about that." And I was just going, "Nah, nah." And then we get to your live show, and then I found out when you started shagging, I just I just went, no. And uh, I told I told my good friend that, and he still laughs about it till today. And we've got another really good friend that um, his daughters are at the same age. And I start, I stir him now and say, mate, if she's out, she's got a boyfriend, she's shagging, and he's at that stage now going, no, 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 she's not doing it. But it's a father thing. It's a father-daughter thing. We don't want it to happen. We know it's going to happen, but we don't want to. But I also, I'm really good friends with your first boyfriend. Um, yeah. So I sort of half think, I don't blame him at all. Like, where <laughs> I, reckon, <laughs> I reckon where you all come through, you might have been a hell of a lot more advanced than what I ever thought. So I don't. I don't yeah think maybe he, I don't think he was to blame for your first shag personally I think it might have been the other <laughs> way around, so Here you he are don't...
0: being concerned about men and their daughters, but they were the problem.
1: <laughs> the problem was the daughter, yeah, and I actually get it now that that is probably the case in fifty percent of it for sure. I reckon oh, they such they a bring conception. it on first. It is, absolutely. Like, I thought, not you. No, no, not my little golden child. No, she wouldn't do it. But now I'm thinking he was the little golden child and you might have been the bad one. But, (laughs) but uh, which is, you know, it's a good thing because he's a really good fella and um, I guess still get along with him really well till today. So I actually don't blame him for you going two years earlier than what I thought you did.
0: Yeah, having no. sex two
1: years earlier before yeah, did.
0: yeah. I think it's a um, big misconception that it's just men driving it, and then also it really challenges them that because there's such a and I kind of hate it where it's like you know not our daughters but our sons can do it or whatever, but it's not like it's not the case.
1: No, it's it's absolutely not, and I won't ask her if I'm right or wrong, but I've just got that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might have instigated it anyway I had no I had no idea Emily. absolutely no idea
0: no you idea. had me had me
1: bluffed right through until the live sex show that we went senior in Geelong and that's when I found out
0: I your know I still remember
1: but your mother probably did know but she didn't tell me no I lied shit.
0: to her for two years oh there you go <laughs> I think that's one thing, though, if you could do things differently, is probably having more open conversations about sex so that when it did start, it could have been a conversation.
1: Well, we, and did. Not been lied we, about. we did have conversations. We said, You're not having sex until you're that's 18. That's the problem. Until you're 18, did I say? Well,
0: you said 16. <laughs> no, you said 16.
1: Oh, that was good. Yeah, I'll let you off there. <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah, that's true. But but that's, like... that's old school, Emily. It's just old school.
0: I'm going to change the conversation to a bit more modern, a bit more modern terminology, um, cool. to, you know, get get you up with everything. So I want to talk red and green flags. I feel like I talk about them all the time on my podcast, but I'd love to know as an old person what you think red and green flags are. Um, obviously, green flag are good things about somebody in a relationship, such as like, I don't know, good communication or they... You know, check in with you at the end of the day, or they always, you know, cook your favorite meal, whatever it is. And then red flags is like alarming behavior. Like, that's a red flag. You want to stay away from that. Um, yeah. What do you think some green flags are?
1: That's a really hard question when you've been with someone for 30 years. Um, what are
0: mum's green flags?
1: Mum's green flags? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, Did yeah. Does she have any? <laughs> <laughs> No, your mum is uh, green flags. Oh, this look, she's super, super caring, super friendly, uh, super keen to help everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. So yeah. all that is just green flag, green flag, green flag. But um, yeah, and yeah. that's that's um, that's Evon, and she is like she'd help anybody, and she yeah you know, loves her friends, which is a really good thing. Um, so yeah, yeah no, she's, she's got a lot of green flags. Say so the red yeah. ones.
0: <laughs> what do you think about red flags, not necessarily for mum, but like in like relationships and stuff, like, what do you think of red flags? Like if you were going to tell me to look out for something when dating, what would it be?
1: Uh, for me, that red flag, like if I was ever dating again, um, I I yeah. really don't know. Cause I've been out of the game that long. Don't really know what would be a red flag. Maybe um, red flag for you would be
0: Or like, like what if I, I was about. dating, what would you
1: Oh yeah, red flag
0: Like oh, what would you want me to look out for?
1: Oh any um, the guys look guys that have got serious jealousy issues, I'd just say mm-hmm. steer clear. If they're if they're starting to get jealous after a few weeks you're just going out with your friends or, you know, three months, and all of a sudden they're pulling you up and going out for your friends and all that sort of stuff. I red flag that. Any type of – I don't – I'm dead against the – there's a lot of domestic violence in the world these days. Absolutely dead against that. So any guys that show any signs of aggression towards you, I just, yeah, that would do me head in for a start. But they're the two big red flags. That I'd be worried about the most, um, with what goes on these days with Tinder and all the rest of that stuff, I still can't. Yeah, get I feel like head- you think
0: Tinder's a red flag.
1: I any man
0: off Tinder red flag?
1: Do you know, I was talking to a mate about Tinder the other day. He's just got on it, and he goes, "It's just a spin," like he's spinning out about it. But Tinder for old people, as we we're talking about, it's not the same as for young people. Um, It's probably more about finding a partner, and the other person's Mm. probably doing the same thing. It's not, it's more than than going out trying to have sex with someone different every week. But I I can't get my head around the guys that use Tinder and maybe have two or three people on the go every month through Tinder. Mm. Um, I just can't, can't. And I hate the idea that that's why I hate the idea of Tinder with the young people. I do get your meat. And it's an easy way and you can't afford to go to the pub and meet people like we used to, Um, just Mm. get pissed and meet people. But I understand that. But I just cannot get my head around the ones that are – and I know women are doing it as well. So it works both ways. But I just find a little bit more disrespect when they've, say, got three different chicks on the go or three different guys on the go in the one month. Um, Mm. I I can't get my head around that. That's all. Mm. So I worry about that with you too. But I don't know exactly what you're up to. I don't need to know. I listen to your podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, that it worries me that. Like it's – I and just the situations you get into, what are they like when you get to their place? Are they um, aggressive? Are they um, – I don't know, just the way they treat you and then boot you out the door and then move on. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think – yeah, I can understand that. And I think dating obviously has definitely changed and there's a lot more casual sex and things. Like women have their rosters now too, where they'll, you know, have their five different guys that they switch between and go through the roster. Um See that yeah. So
1: that's so um for us oldies, that's um I yeah, I we I don't get it. But that's all right, I'm old. <laughs> but um yeah. yeah And
0: I think you're Yep, Even that. if you don't get it, like, you, we're still able to have a conversation about it. It's not like you're like, no, absolutely not. Um, but, like, yeah, I guess other red flags, like, things that I look out for are things like um, if they call their ex crazy, like, that's a big red flag for me because um, it's generally they're, they're the ones that have driven the other person crazy. Um, or if they're, like, really forgetful or... Um, they love bomb you, so, like, they say, I love you really quickly or, you know, are really intense really quickly and yes, want to spend, like, all yeah. their time with you or whatever.
1: Yep.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, another it. one's, like, if they say they're going to do something and then they don't actually do it, like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll take you on a date, I'll take you on a date or I'll meet that need of yours, but then they never do. Yep. Yeah.
1: That's – and then um, I understand that as red flags, yep.
0: What do you think – talking about this then what do you think my green flags are like for somebody who's looking at who's looking at dating me what do you think my green flags are
1: your green flags are oh, your yep. <laughs> well the
0: good things about me
1: well you're a uh, highly intelligent which is really good
0: that's mm-hmm.
1: that's up there you're super nice you're um and it probably runs through the family we're very relaxed People like we're pretty cruisy, so you are a cruiser as well, which is really good. But your motivation is fantastic. Like to get a hundred episodes on this, and where you're going with your your stuff, motivation's right up there. Um, so green flags, like if anybody, hopefully one day, takes you if you let them, if you let them take you on, that is. <laughs> <laughs> like they're gonna have a pretty cruisy chick, like right yeah. through. But um, one that's, yeah, one good thing I think from this podcast and what you've learned is you're going to stand up for yourself and not going to take any shit mm-hmm. from from your partner because um, yeah. you're you're teaching everybody this. So it's one thing in the back of my mind to go, oh, shit, she's not going to take any shit because, you know, you can't, um, you're teaching so many people how to deal with this stuff. Um, well, you're so... You're, What you're self-taught, like you don't have to ask anybody; you know it all. So I'm pretty confident that when you do find someone, that it's going to be the right person. But yeah, you won't take any shit from anybody, will you, Emily? No, (laughs) you'll just tell them. Without giving it back, without giving it back, and put them in their place. Exactly. But no, you're whoever gets you is going to be very lucky, Um, very very lucky. Yeah, and they better be better be good to you.
0: That's all I've got to say. What about my red flags? What do you reckon my red flags are? Uh,
1: Sybil. Um... Sybil,
0: Sybil, for people listening, is my, um, we call Sybil my drunk personality when I black out because whoever she is is not me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sybil was... uh... It comes from both sides of the family. It's probably not your fault. Definitely, <laughs> there's Sybil and your mother, and uh, there's Sybil in me as far as uh, when I I get when I'm on the on the piss, and um, I'm not a aggressive person at all. Nothing like that. But uh, definitely could be <laughs> could be a, cause a little bit of fun around the place. When I'm on the piece, well, I call that me civil, but you've got a bit of both of us in you. And it's...
0: I've got both. I've got the goofy, weird side that's annoying like you, and then I've got the aggressive side of mum. <laughs> it's just a shit show.
1: Well, Is a bit, of, yeah, you've got both. So, yeah, but civil to all your future boyfriends. You're still nice, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh... <laughs> Just not for that
0: couple hours.
1: <laughs> just, yeah. But Sybil's not going to be there forever. Like she'll, she'll just slowly disappear one day. As you get older, things change. I hope so. Yeah. No, but we're only talking about everybody's got their things when they're on the piss. That's all. Mm. You're a little bit mad. That's okay. You just deal with it. Yeah, that's all right.
0: <laughs> um. Any other red flags
1: <laughs> apart from <Sybil.
0: laughs> Uh No. I,
1: yeah. I, I don't know. You, your room. You, I can't get my head around your room. Just that's has been a red flag from basically when you were a kid. Just, you just never get your head around cleaning in your room. And that's a red flag. Like you walk in and go, holy you shit, should... have a look at it. And you just go, so that's a red flag, the boyfriends. I just walk in and go, wow, what's his? So, <laughs> but that'll change one day. <laughs> you're laughing
0: it's clean at the moment
1: Ah, oh, at the moment yeah yeah but it's not hard to clean your room yeah i don't know how many times i'm going to tell you to clean your room in life but it'd be a hell of a lot and i'm still doing i'm still <laughs> doing it now when you're 23 so there's a there's that's a red flag definitely um mm-hmm. other than that you haven't got that many red flags like even civil's pretty good it's not too bad.
0: <laughs> it's because you haven't seen her in a while.
1: No, I, I forgot what <laughs> she's like.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so, so funny. So, no,
1: you haven't got a lot of red flags. Like, not a lot. Um, so you, But everybody has red and everybody has green. That's all right. That's just normal. That's just yeah. life. Geez, would hard to meet yeah. anybody that hasn't got a red flag.
0: Oh, no, everyone's got them. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of, like, talk around beige flags now, so they're not, like, good or bad, kind of just depends. <laughs> like somebody that's, like, obsessive with Lego or something. Like, that's not a red flag, but it's also not a green flag because I don't like Lego.
1: <laughs> it's a beige flag. Right, yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> beige. <laughs> beige,
1: beauty. Well, I, yeah, i beige. Is that put, that's all old people with beige well, flags.
0: Beige yeah. or red. Um, <laughs> um, what do you think about, obviously I'm really open with you about my dating and whenever I go on dates, I tell you and stuff. What do you think about my dating and like the phone calls we have afterwards? Cause I feel like you think I'm really picky.
1: <laughs> you are picky, but no, I, no, I, no, I don't think you're picky. I just think you're highly friggin' intelligent and you know, you know what you want so it's pretty hard mm-hmm. like for you and what you do you know exactly what you want in life basically like from a, a whoever doesn't yeah. matter who it is um so I, I can see why you get picky about it um we joke about the young people and the old people uh i always and i say it all the time to you that i like Get away from the young ones. Why are you you dating young people all the time? Have a go at an older one. Like, they're different.
0: Maybe that's my red flag. I always date people who are younger than me. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that could be a red flag for you. Like, yeah, they're always two years Mm -hmm. younger and something. But my my idea of it is they're two years younger. They're the ones that are doing, you know, tender and three to five different girls every two months. So you're just part of that circle which works both ways. I get that. But yeah, I just think to myself, no, but as I've said to you for how many times, every phone call is like, try someone older. Why don't you go have someone older?
0: Yeah. Every phone call yeah. for the past like three years, yeah. just go Someone's someone older. a little
1: bit more mature. The difference between a 23 year old and a 28 year old is massive. Like there's a big change in life at 22, 23, 24. It just, there's a big change in life. Yeah sort of grow up a little bit more, you're a lot more wise to everything, and you, you change with what you want in life, just everything changes. But that's mm. what I mean by trying to know the guy, like, well, trying to know the guy, like, you know, if there's older guys out there and want to date you, Emily, like, three and on. 25, 26, <laughs> eh, maybe stay away from 28, get <laughs> <a bit> old. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, we do talk about it a lot, but Once again, that's just a concern. Yeah, we do.
0: Yeah. And I also don't think many, like, I know all my friends, they're not calling up their dads after a date or before a date. Be like, I'm going on a date and then tell you all the gossip about it.
1: (laughs) No, they probably not.
0: But I feel like you love hearing about it. Yeah. I I feel like it's like, I feel like you love hearing about my dates. Yeah,
1: but we talk about everything. So, well, most things, except things I don't want to know about. But, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I want to see you uh, happy. I just want to see you happy. I would love to see you go out dating for a while instead of being on the single campaign of just you know different guys coming in and going or different partners coming and going. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd like to see you date. It'd be good. But It's your choice. Yeah. I'm not telling you to do it. <laughs> just no,
0: of if you understand,
1: of I think you understand where I'm coming from.
0: But I'd like to see no, someone. No, I understand where you're coming yes, from. I'd 100%. like to see
1: someone pamper you. yes like take you out
0: Tom on pamper. all right so everyone listening anybody that wants to fully pamper me <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> let's write the list now shall we <laughs>
1: yeah look after take you out bring, shout to dinner do stuff with you like um just yeah. in a normal way instead of just uh i'll meet you at your
0: place and then yeah
1: i might see you again in a mm. week
0: Bit of like old school romance. Bit of
1: old school stuff. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. what we're after.
0: Yeah. 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 You might like it. Yeah. Old school romance. You, Bring it
1: you back. You never know. No, nah, no, I'd like love it. it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it might be no, good. No, I'd love it. Yeah. And then you hope they don't turn into a um, possessive aggro <laughs> or something like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yes that they're not actually just love bombing me by taking me out to dinner and doing these things <laughs> that it's actually going to happen yeah. consistently throughout the whole relationship not just in the first month yeah no
1: exactly anyway we're not asking yeah. for much
0: are we? yeah anyway
1: that'd be the perfect nah. thing <laughs> right <laughs>
0: yeah yeah well what do you think my what do you think my ideal partner looks like for me with like the type of person I am who do you think would suit me best Like, what qualities?
1: Uh, Qualities? I don't know. You've got me confused. Um, The guys that I like, like, even the one we talked about earlier in the show, like, I reckon he's... First boyfriend. I reckon he's he's just a really nice fella. That's it. And that's what Mm -hmm. I'd like to see. Um, Just a nice fella. Just a normal, nice fella. (laughs) That's it. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't have to be too much. I'm, I'm a worker. You know I've worked hard to get where we are. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I like the quality of someone that's um, hard working too. Someone with a bit of drive, mm-hmm. um, like yourself, like you're hardworking. So someone with a bit of drive and a bit of go about them and uh, not scared to frigging work. But just just mm-hmm. someone nice, you know. Just generally not. Nice. That's all. Yeah. They're out there,
0: I'm that, sure. That's out there. Oh, no, they're out there they're somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> of
1: course they are. Of course they are.
0: Um, what do you think about, obviously, for all the sexology stuff, like somebody that's going to have to be pretty progressive?
1: Yeah, that's, just, yeah. Um, I can see a lot of people spinning out about that. Like, um, mm. but I think after a while, like me, that just sort of disappears. And you, can see, what you yeah. can see what you're trying to do and how it's going to help people, which it is, like hugely. Um, it's a big thing you're doing. So um, I think they'll see past that pretty quick. Um, I don't know about the part where they probably think, which I don't want to even think about it, but just because you're a sexologist, they probably think you're going to be a gun in the bedroom, yeah. which I don't want to think about. But... Um, yeah. I'm sure you'll sort them out with that and just pull your head in.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you yeah. know what I mean, but that's hard for a farmer too. I know
0: exactly what you yeah, mean. That's hard for a farmer Not too. Exactly what
1: you mean. So you're gonna get the guys that are gonna just mistreat you for that reason. Um, they're the ones you've got to stay away with. That's big red flag for me. Like if they're there yeah. for that reason, oh she's a sexologist, like she's gonna be, you know, fantastic. Um, I just they're yeah. the ones you're which you'll, I think you'll pick it out, who's good and who's not. But they'll move on if they have got problems yeah, at the start. After a while, you sort of, and they actually look about what you're actually doing. Um, they should be no problem. Like a guy shouldn't have any problems with it, which is true because it's you know no,
0: absolutely. you're out there
1: to help people, so they've got to get that in your mm. heads. But yeah, the right the right fella, you'll know. He'll know too. Like he'll. Just probably say, Oh, okay, that's interesting. And then start listening to your podcasts and all that sort of stuff and go, Rodio, this chick's actually really smart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Although I normally don't let him listen to the podcast because I'm like, there's so much stuff out there that it's stuff you should learn from me. Not even though you're still technically learning it from me, but it should be a conversation before we like you go and just listen to it and be like, Oh, I know all these things that I don't know what you know. Yeah. Anyway, I would love to know, I asked all of my guests this question, what is something that is orgasmic to you?
1: Uh, Orgasmic to me? Look. (laughs) Pegging. Pegging, Yeah, yeah. Me wife's (laughs) orgasmic to me, of course. Of course I was going to say that.
0: Oh, my. Very
1: orgasmic woman. (laughs) And... (laughs) And uh, a little weird joke between me and you there, isn't it? Um, and uh it's all gasmic <laughs> to me. Look, I really like me dogs, really like riding me friggin' push bike. Um and holiday. Oh my god. God I like holiday. Hol- oh, yeah, oh that's all aug- magic. Yeah, that's like orgasmic. <laughs> that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's automatically all gasmic.
0: <laughs> so, no.
1: Holidays are just orgasmic yes, because as you know, we haven't had a lot, but yeah, um, they're they're the pleasure in life. When we're away and we're just lazing around and just having fun, it's awesome. Yeah, so that's what's absolutely, yeah,
0: yeah, pretty much,
1: not much else. Definitely not well.
0: No, fuck no. Fuck work. Yeah. <laughs> not your work anyway. Fuck work. <laughs>
1: no, fuck work. Yeah, exactly right. Anyway.
0: Well, that's it. So thank you for coming on and being the 100th guest, or not 100th guest, but 100th episode. Um, I'm glad we got here. And I guess I'll have to get the brother on for maybe like 200 or 150. Just keep going around the family. Yeah. Or maybe pop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We still got to explain the pop, what you actually do.
0: <laughs> yeah, he still doesn't even know that I'm a sexologist. <laughs> no,
1: that's the next age group. Like, it's bad enough, our age group, isn't it? But uh, yeah, James, for yeah. your 200, for me, uh, pretty amazing as well
0: as always shaggers please reach out for any comments questions or stories either through my instagram at that's orgasmic or my email Duncan at that's orgasmic.com please subscribe whatever platform you use to listen to this podcast And leave a review as I'd love to know what you're thinking. And you'd also go in for the chance to win a discounted session with me at Emily Duncan Sexology. So thank you Shaggers and I'll see you next week for an episode with Bella Johnston of The Bachelor.